everyone. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. Today is the 23rd of January 2023. Um, it also happens to be the first day of myself being back at work. So it went really well. Thankful to God for that. Okay, so um, yesterday we have, were still discussing the servant leadership model and we focused on first corinthians chapter 13 verses um seven and so today i was before we close out the um love scripture in the bible i wanted us to just discuss the first three verses of of what love really is and what and, and you know how the the bible um sees love so i'm going to read from First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 to 3. And, you know, given our, our, our topic of discussion, which is still leadership, right? It's good to see and reflect on what these verses mean in terms of being a servant leader. And I was going to actually quickly, before I do the Bible reading, even read something I read about leadership this morning. So actually, not this morning, this evening. Um, quickly in a book called The Servant by James C. Hunter. And he says, leadership is a skill of influencing people to work enthusiastically towards goals identified as being for the common good. Now, there are many, many, many definitions of what leadership is. I just really like this definition because it's very, very simplified and it's clear. Okay, back to my Bible reading. So... I'm going to read from the Amplified Version, the classic edition, and it says, and I'm reading 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1 to 3, If I can speak in the tongues of men and even angels, but have no love, that is, reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as is inspired by God's love for and in us, I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Verses 2. And if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose and understanding all the secret truths and mysteries and possessing all knowledge, and if I have sufficient faith so that I can move mountains, move, sorry, remove mountains, but have no love. I a God's love in me. I am nothing. A useless somebody. No, a useless nobody. And this and this is from the Bible. I'm just reading one what the Bible is saying. If I do out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned or in order that I I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. And as as it's so interesting that in this particular version, wherever you see the word love, it's clarified as saying God's love in me. So i.e. the agape love of God, not just not, not not the other kinds of love. Now I'm gonna read from the TPT version as well to kind of really, really clarify and put it and put it the point I want to make. And it says, if I were to speak with eloquence in earth's many languages and in heavenly tongues of angels yet i express 
Yes, I didn't express myself with love. My words would be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing, more like more than a clanging cymbal. And before I continue, I got something that sounds like a clanging cymbal, just to give an idea of, of what you would sound like. So I, if you had the, the voice of angels and, you know, men and all all the ethnic languages, and you didn't express it, you didn't express it true love, you sound like this. right and if i were to have the gift of prophecy with a, a, a profound understanding of god's hidden secret god's hidden secret just imagine like every, all of us you know once we want to want the gift of understanding what, what god's secrets are right if you even possess those secrets and if i possess unending supernatural knowledge like wow and if i have the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains but have never learned to love, then I am nothing. And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything I own to feed the poor and to offer my body to be born as matter without the pure, the pure motive of love, I would gain, I would gain nothing of value. I think that is so deep. That is so deep for, for to understand what love is and how even even in and before I even go to my next point, you know it's in, interesting to see how the world defines what success is, and how the Bible defines it. If you look at the the scripture that I just read right now, right? Imagine that a, a man burns his body for the for the whole world, or he gives us all his belongings, or he has the voices of angels, or is able to you know interpret God's secrets around the earth and tell everybody their purposes. To the world, that is success. Like wow, you have done what many men cannot, what what, what what no man could have done. But the Bible is saying, even if you could do that. And you have no love. It is nothing. In fact, the part, it, it calls the person a useless nobody. You have gained nothing. And it's so powerful. Because, I, 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 you know, it's very easy to just, you know, stick to what the, the, the world sees. And how everybody and every and, and the way, you know, most people define what love is. Sorry, what, what um, success is. But... We need to really understand the biblical and the actual definition of what of how God sees success by just loving the way He's asked us to love, you know, the actual agape love of God. Because if you could do all these things that you consider successful, and you imagine in the in the biblical time, that's what um, is being said is probably even even. A lot more um, meaningful for them then. Imagining all those things and you have no love, no real intention in, in to love the person. You have done nothing before the eyes of God. You are usually literally a useless nobody, right? It's it's quite tough to to actually swallow. And then it also brings me to the point of how do you now measure success in leadership? There are so many yardsticks that we can use to measure success, and it also depends on the the model of leadership that you are following as well. But then, for the for this model that we are following, we we have been discussing for the last couple of days, 
right? This success is, is how, how much you've served, how much you've met the needs of people that you are leading. And in the Bible, I can't, I need to quickly, quickly check. And I'm reading from um, Mark 10 verses 44. And it says, I'm using the American Standard Version. And it says in verse 44, Whosoever would be first amongst you shall be servant to all. And that is the yardstick for success in this servant leadership model. Serving and meeting the needs of the people that, that, you're, that you're serving. It is so important as a leader in this case. Right? And when you, when you begin to see you've met the needs of your of, of, of people you are leading, you know, you've given them a voice, you've helped them grow, you've showed them how to add value, you've showed them as a role model how to truly love and serve, you know, you have shown them a tiny glimpse of the love of the Father in heaven, even in your weaknesses. You've enabled them to be seen, to be heard, and most importantly, you have been very honest with them, even in your journey. And you've also held them accountable and, and, and said the honest truth, even when it hurts the most, even the hardest of circumstances, especially when, when things you know, may not even work out for you and the, and the person that you're leading. You have had an impact on their life that they will probably never ever forget. And being a leader is a golden opportunity to make an impact in the lives of those you live every single day. I think it's one of the biggest opportunities you can have to make an impact. Because people are following you, watching your move. That is where you can actually have impact on people's lives. Just in, just by by doing by by being who God has called you to be, leading them the way they should be led. Look at Jesus. Even till now, we are still worshiping Him. He was He was on the earth thousands of years ago. You know, till now, we're still because of how much He did. He did. Now, look at that same Jesus. With His love, He died on on the cross for us. He will carry the cross. Through Calvary, God pinned down on the cross. If he had no love in him, all what he had done would have been nothing. He's dying on the cross, his his pain, his his kind of dropped and, and dragging the cross through, you know, to to, to go to the point where, where they crucified him, his nakedness, his beat the beatings, all sorts he had gone through. If there was no love, it would have been nothing. You know, it's just so, it's so interesting how important love is and how it's so, it's, it's so, it's so easy to love people. But at the same time, when, when things come to play, hurt, frustrations, um, lack of full perspective in some situations, Love becomes so hard. Ego as well. Love becomes so hard. I hope this blesses you and I hope that it helps you think about how you can serve and meet the needs of those that you lead and truly show them how to love and how to serve. Have a good evening. God bless you. I love you guys. Bye.